0: all right are you... i can't even say are you ready because it's like i don't think i'm i mean willing yeah willing is the <laughs> yes. are you are you consenting i'm, I'm gonna here. ask you the question that's never asked in any of these mafia <laughs> romances do you consent to what's about to happen to you
1: Wholeheartedly consent,
0: yes. Cool. Well, I've got my paddle. Um,
1: oh, ho, ho, ho. wow! Look at that. It's time. It's the shape of a heart. It is, oh, it's hefty. and that's how romance happens. You yeah. get a paddle, but it's a heart-shaped one. You get well.
0: Usually, they don't use a paddle. Usually, they just use their fucking belt. Um, oh or yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Like a riding crop. Or like any number of a switch, sometimes very rarely switch. a paddle. Actually, yeah, no, not Ouch. not the not the video game, but the like. A yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this thing is hefty. I got I got slapped with it um recently on an episode <laughs> with Alice.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, wow, Abigail. I no, mean, no, it's applying no. to
0: your whole life. <laughs> Yeah, I've really gone deep into the spanking corner. No, Allie, um, <laughs> Allie hit me with it pretty hard because she's got some beefy hands and arms, and she did just, she did hit me with it while we recorded an episode, uh, which was nice. the no show by Beth O'Leary, and um, mm. I don't, I won't say that I get it, but I yeah. do understand now that when you get hit by something like this, inch thick acrylic paddle shaped yeah. like a heart, yeah. um. It fucking lingers. It makes you think about it. So <laughs> I understand now. Um, nice. I have not tested out my various riding crops, which, hold on. Let's get some foley. Should we get some foley? Hi, welcome to the Keen with Thirst Podcast. My name is Allison Kelly. That's Victoria Avalon. Okay. Um, <laughs>
1: let me see. Where did you get all? People just buy these for you, right? Yeah, they to do. To embarrass I've you?
0: Never, I've never purchased and wit.
1: Yeah. Um, Got it. <sighs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, they're so colorful, guys. They're are, beautiful. A lot. Oh my gosh. So, okay,
0: honey. Okay. So I've
1: got I've got my riding crop. A hot pink. Eh. <laughs> she has clearly never done this before. She's really failing. I She's miss. trying to Slap it against her hand, I, I and a honestly, f- I don't even know if she's ever held a stick before with those hips. I a small <laughs> space. It's hard. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh, that she's hurt. just kind of flailing it around in the air, not ineffective. <laughs> <That> again- <laughs> ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: it It's difficult. And but then yeah. we got so that was the riding crop. Um, and then we got one cat of nine tails. This one's purple.
1: Yeah, it's pretty. She kinda looks like a cheerleader now. She's just waving it up <laughs> upright vertically in the air. <laughs> Good Yay, go team! Go team! mafia? Uh, do I,
0: like, I don't think there's well. Uh I don't think there, there's enough space in here for me to actually use No, this. I don't think
1: so. Hmm. I would Ah <laughs> Is that <Nope>. anything? <laughs> no, it's nothing.
0: This one's also pretty light. Like, I think this is a pretty cheap one, so it doesn't actually have, like, the heft of the leather. snap, Yeah. Yeah, let me see about this one. This one's a little more heavy-duty. Fucking, Jesus Christ, why do I have so many fucking whips? Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Ooh. Wow, I really hope this isn't somebody's first episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen to her, maybe, do things. <laughs> Maybe listen. listen. Whips.
0: This is here's some ASMR for you. It's binaural. Yeah. Can't hear anything. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me crinkle some paper. <laughs> is this doing it for you? Are you getting the tingles? <gasps> you do have very nice nails for ASMR. There you Straight. go. Wow. Um oh or hold on. I've got my uh not Hoth National Park tin <gasps> mug. Oh. It's too bright. You
1: can you're to do a tappy see. tappy. You
0: can't see? Um let
1: me let me just Nice. Is that it? Yeah. I do like some ASMR, so I'm I, do, down. I do
0: too. I'm not a big tapper fan. I'm a good like whisper. I like a whisper. I
1: I, I feel like uh, I do like a whisper, but when they start talking about stuff I don't care about, or I just get, I'm done with it.
0: See, I want them to talk about stuff that um, I, I don't care about so that I don't oh, focus really. on it.
1: No, no I mean, uh, like, um like what they got at the grocery store that day. Like, oh, no, I'll take it. that. Yeah. I
0: just want to hear, like, a low murmur of someone saying something, because if I'm interested yeah. in it, then I, like, want to pay attention and I can't Yeah, personally. yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so I'm more into the noises, but... Some of them yeah. are too intense and I can't
0: I like, I like spaceship ASMR because I get to hear mm. the bloop bloops. Oh, bloop bloops. I didn't know that that existed. Yeah, you can get like spaceship ambiance. And so it'll be like like basically white noise, like fan sounds and like mm. really low bassy notes. And then
1: it'll be occasionally it'll be like, beep, beep, boop. beep, <laughs> beep boop. And I'm just like, yes. Yes. Every spaceship sounds like this for sure. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I am a member of the USS Enterprise crew. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, that's what we're fucking talking about. I we yeah. my hand hurts. I <laughs> did I whipped my hand a lot. <laughs> that's uh, incredible
1: to me since you didn't do anything. <laughs> I but there was a bit of force involved. The riding
0: crop, I, I did my it's just so long. It's a it very is small long.
1: space. Yeah, that's true.
0: I'm kinda of tucked into a little corner here and I'm also trying not to hit the mic. Let me let me just <laughs> I missed <laughs> You missed <laughs> i don't have the best depth perception Mm -hmm. okay well i hope that did something for somebody um (laughs) sexually or not um but okay well speaking of doing something for somebody
1: uh it's a mafia sode mafia sode number two yes we're talking
0: today well so last week we talked about um Mostly we talked about the movie 365 Days, 365 Days, D&I, whatever the hell. D&I, yeah. Uh, And then uh, for about 30 minutes, and then we talked about what makes up a mafia romance in Mm -hmm. the second half. And today we're talking about my deep dark shame, (laughs) which is um, all of the books that I read. (laughs) So many books. So, the problem was, I intended to read like a month of mafia romances, and then I was going to record an episode. And then the episode I was going to record didn't happen, so it kept getting farther and farther mm. away. At which point, I just kept reading them. So it just mm. kind of built upon itself because I was just like, "Well, I'm still got to record the episode. I might as well keep reading so I have yes. a well-rounded view of the genre." And and then and then I read like 35 books in like the first three months of the year.
1: So, yeah you know we I'm all ready make to mistakes. hear about them yeah <sighs> what are you what's what are you gonna do what are you gonna tell me about first like the like are you gonna ease me into it I don't
0: I don't I pff, I don't know because like where we're just do gonna even go start? whole hog
1: right do I now? start like... with
0: the the Omegaverse Mafia romance I read <gasps> do I start with the Omegaverse alien Mafia romance that I read no
1: no let's do... go with basics first let's go let's and then we'll go on the elaborations of you know, well you the know different versions uh, of what mafia could be
0: here's what i realized yeah although they are distinctly different genres they are in fact exactly the same thing uh, and i'm gonna yep. say i'm gonna say um motorcycle club romance and mafia romance yeah, are yeah, identical yeah. yeah they
1: are yeah. so
0: i'm not distinguishing them here i people are going to complain about that I don't care. Oh, so
1: par- some of these are motorcycle. Yeah.
0: One of them was the the okay. regular Omega Verse mafia slash motorcycle club romance that I read. Um, mm-hmm. Was in fact like I'm counting it. I'm counting it. Like it's yeah. it's it is like I they I guess these dudes were technically not doing anything illegal, but like they they have their own territory, right? And they, like, yeah. Do, they, like, I feel like I don't know.
1: I feel like I have not. I have not read... Well, that's a lie. I read a little bit of one Motorcycle Club romance, and I feel like the difference between Motorcycle Club and Mafia mm-hmm. are probably Suits, you know? Yes. Yeah. And I think,
0: yeah, and, and like, you could say it's the difference between, like, blue collar and, like, white collar. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah that's, like- that's
1: what I feel like the difference is. Like, one of them is... You know, you're not going
0: to you're not going to catch you're not going to catch a, a mafia man wearing a cut off denim uh, vest, no. uh, which I have got to say Motorcycle Club Romance, although I did enjoy this book. Not my thing. They mm-hmm. all seem kind of dirty and a little gross. Yeah. And I don't give a shit about motorcycles or men who like motorcycles. Um, and. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say I prefer the suits, which if you've ever read my stuff, should surprise no one.
1: No <laughs> Yeah, no that's very true. <laughs> i
0: I actually crafted an entire, like, basically race of magical creatures around their need to wear suits. Yeah. So,
1: they love to look sharp.
0: Well, they they gotta hide their throats. Yes they do. Gotta hide their throats because of all the throat all the throat slit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So that one is gonna be let me just back scroll here all the way back mm-hmm. to January. <laughs> wow, it's taking a long time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's going to be Baby in the Late Night Howlers by Catherine Moon. That is a reverse harem, Omegaverse. Motorcycle Club Romance. Now, if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, those wow, are all there's words. So many, so many There's a lot there. of, there's a lot of terms there that seem normal to me and will not seem normal to a lot of people. Reverse harem is a gross term that we use to describe um like a polyamorous situation where a um a female character is at the center of a harem of men who are mm-hmm. all in a relationship with her and sometimes with other people as well, but usually just yep. with her. This yep. book contains um uh several different types of relationships, which I really I honestly I really did enjoy this, but Catherine Moon is really, really, really good about depicting um different sexualities and like different relationships within that. One of the the main dudes in this like harem is in a completely loving, committed relationship with another man. They are both in a relationship with the main female character. Really? Um, she is also in a relationship with several other men in this harem. Um like it's it's very, very good. Um it is Omegaverse, which is mm, something I will wrecking. have to do an episode on eventually. Yeah. Hard to describe in ways that aren't gross. I have no hard feelings against Omegaverse. I read it. It's I'm just used to it by now because it is mm-hmm. permeated every corner of romance. It possibly can. It is everywhere. Yes,
1: it has. Um, it's everywhere, yeah. I will
0: say it involves... Um, almost hundred percent breeding kink by which i mean the oh, fetishization very much of getting someone pregnant whether that person yeah. is male or female that's a different yeah. story um and it involves physical differences like physiological differences such as like people with penises have penises that expand inside their partner to like lock in
1: the disease. nodding yeah.
0: yeah um and there are like female characters male characters who are a designated omega are people who become sexually voracious and need to get down and dirty with somebody who can satisfy that which is usually an alpha male um mm-hmm. and they go like go through heats and stuff like that it's like a whole thing there's a there's a litany of like very specific tropes within yeah. the omega section and that tropes can be layered onto literally anything else in Romance. It can be layered into historical romance. It can be layered into sci-fi. It can be layered into mafia. It can be layered into fantasy. It is fucking everywhere.
1: Um, Yeah, I think I tried it out. I think I tried it out in the wrong way because the first Omegaverse that I ever read was also a reverse harem. And Mm -hmm. so it just, it was a lot to jump into because I didn't get the real feel for what like Omegaverse is because Mm -hmm. it was just constant. For like,
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's what, that's what harem romances are, are like just constant fucking because obviously, which is I think why I don't typically gravitate towards them because Mm -hmm. I like my problem with 365 or whatever the fuck is like, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I got enough tenderness. I didn't feel like I got to know the characters yeah. enough to give a shit yeah. that they were fucking. But as someone right. who is not the most sexual being in the world, like, I, like I'm like not repulsed by sex or anything, but I'm just like, but do they love each other? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think for I mean a reverse that. harem, for me to enjoy it, it, it usually means that it's a very long book because yes. all of the relationships yeah. between all the people are really kind of filled out and then I'm okay yeah. with it, but... I think a lot of the time um, they like each uh, other partner is kind of a facet of a personality, mm-hmm. but not a full personality. And that also, also happens, yeah. it just feels like so much work. And I don't want to do like as the woman, like not even yeah. like the, the physical, you know, sexual work. That you have to the do The emotional every day. labor of like But the of, emotional like, yeah, labor Yeah I have to worry what? about making sure That everybody feels loved and accepted Like it just feels like yeah. so much work And I don't want to escape into a romance To feel like I'm working a job, you know <laughs> I will say, I think the
0: way that authors get around that is that the men yeah. are so obsessed with the female they character do everything yeah they don't they don't need any taking care of um which yeah, but is the not emotional
1: i mean it's yeah, still well, that even that labor. even that it's
0: like don't worry about it baby like i know i'm like i'm so obsessed with you like yeah. I, don't, I don't need any emotional i guess favorites. that's
1: just my <laughs> own anxiety like i would yeah. just be like oh i hope this person's getting enough attention i hope that person you know what i mean yeah well i think because yeah. when i'm reading i also pick favorites i'm like oh i wouldn't yeah. <laughs> like oh, i don't care sure. i don't care about this
0: person um yeah but so that's there's that um that book is really really good if you want to get freaky and you want to like really get into a, an interesting world where like there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on that's a really fantastic book the writing is amazing Catherine Moon is fantastic she she also wrote um No Good Deeds which is basically the yeah. same thing except it's uh cyborgs and we're not mm-hmm. cyborgs they're actual they're androids um and this like woman who is not human she's like an alien might as well be human um and she is an omega and she is going through a heat so she goes to this like alien brothel that is all nice. androids and she ends up falling in love with all Aww. of these android prostitutes who Aww. then become her mates it's fantastic it's That's really so really yeah. good it's fantastic <laughs> um and i was like holy shit i can't believe she made me care about a reverse harem. like i never <laughs> like it holy yeah. crap um really very good but not mafia, so we're not going to talk about. That. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. I want at the top here. I forgot to mention it in the last one. I don't think we can, or should, skip over the fact that these books are overwhelmingly white.
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. Like
0: a. We I might even go so far as to say it is a tenet of mafia romance yeah. that everyone needs to be white, with very rare exceptions. There are exceptions, but very rare, and almost always, if there are villains or rivals.
1: Yeah. Oh my god! Um, I was just gonna say that was in the book I was reading, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Why is the this mafia from this Latin country?" The bad guys. Uh, it's do gonna not be care for that The because cartels was another Yeah. Yeah. The, the, well, been, you know, it, the
0: Colombians, they're
1: crazy. The or Colombians, like, I was like the Yakuza. <laughs> I yeah, so that is uh, very true and not great. Because I was reading that and I was like, maybe they're gonna have their own book and it won't be so bad. But literally nope. every person we met, there was like there's something bad about them. And I'm like They are the people who traffic women, they are
0: the people who murder yeah. indiscriminately, they are the mm-hmm. people who um, torture and who are stupid and are trying to take over the territory. I, and I just are, don't, I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah. Undertones are not, not great. great. There, not great. No. Nope. Um, and, um, I think right now the most popular for, oh, I'm interested to get what y- you're feeling on this is mm. what I think the most popular type of mafia is right now. If go, going by searches, um, what I could suss out, anyway, is I think the Russian mafia, the Bratva, are the most mm. uh, in vogue type of mafia oh, right now. okay. Uh, that surprises I think, me. Yeah. I think the Italian mafia is below. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're at the bottom okay. uh, right now. And then in between them, I think the, um, U- I'm just going to call them the UK mafia. So oh. that's Irish, Scottish.
1: Oh. Um, wow, um, I
0: didn't, didn't even factor yeah. in i read some really good very fun irish
1: mafia romances actually um by
0: just whip out
1: Mm -hmm. i mean like peaky blinder style that sounds good i feel like i would have to have it be kind of historical for um no there are like there are a
0: lot of good modern ones this one was by the the ones i read were jane henry she also did like a scottish Mm. mountain man mafia series which was fun okay um like utterly ridiculous like the first one i read um was called keenan that's uh, by jane henry and that's irish mafia and he meets this so this young man um he is the like heir to the course the he mccarthy, is. Yeah, yeah. The McCarthy sure. family yeah he gets a tip from his priest um that he they are something that he needs to check out at this lighthouse, which was up until very recently run by a crazy man that everyone hated. Um, Can we he was,
1: just pause for one second? Because yeah. I have to say that that was also something I noticed is that there's always, like, religion. They're always religious. And they have oh, a yes, priest, And they religious. have, like, they go to church anyway. It yeah. I don't understand. But okay. Thing. Yeah.
0: Um, So they get a tip about this lighthouse mm-hmm. this man who was the keeper of the lighthouse he was an American man um he recently died of a massive heart attack outside of the lighthouse and they haven't found anybody to take over his job and so the lighthouse has been vacant for like mm-hmm. a month two months something like that and the priest goes you need to go there there's something you need to find and he won't tell them anymore and they're like well fuck okay so he takes his brother along and they go what do they find they find the abs- no. no they find an absolutely feral woman who <laughs> it turns out has never stepped foot outside of the lighthouse in her entire life her who the man she believes is her father has kept her inside the lighthouse her entire life she's in her 20s Uh, and she doesn't has never owned shoes she's taught herself everything from books that he has gotten her she has been told all her life that if she steps foot outside of the lighthouse she will be hunted down and killed um and she is she is starving to death because there's no more food in the lighthouse um and she has to decide whether she's going to leave and risk being killed or die, essentially.
1: Um, so. Oh my God, wait, I don't understand this at all. Oh, because the yeah. priest confession. Oh, okay. I was like, why would yeah. the priest, why wouldn't he just like go, get? I don't know, but I understand now, like he couldn't say because well, it was probably during confession or something.
0: He also knows that there is an actual reason why, she actually is in danger. So the priest is basically getting the big dogs in because he's like, I can't protect this girl and I know she needs help. Um, So they send them over, they find her and they also find this like ledger of like all of their activities. Basically the man who ran the lighthouse was spying on all of their like incoming shipments and stuff. And they assume that she is a spy or that like, they're like, what the fuck is happening here? She is not answering their questions, can't... Obviously, what the fuck can she answer? Hi, I've been living right. in this lighthouse my whole life, right? They're not... I right. don't believe that. So, they take her back. She immediately becomes this prisoner. You know the rest. Um, yeah. That's a cool premise, though. It actually is, was a really good, yeah. absolutely bonkers book. Highly recommend. All of her books are like that. Another one involved a young woman who, um, who was mute, uh, and who uh, she, like basically witnesses them killing somebody and the first like quarter of the book is him not believing like just thinking that she is not talking to him because she's (laughs) until his sister's like you dumb motherfucker like do you you, like have you asked her if she could talk no can you talk no she can't see (laughs) it's it's very good um all of them are like that a lot of them uh one of them the next one after keenan so of course there's many brothers um is a little bit darker, uh, and but has an amnesia subplot, which is, like, uh, shelf space. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is, like, in this arranged marriage with this woman from this, like, really shitty, like, dirtbag family that, like, they just mm-hmm. have to do. And he marries her, and it's, like, very, she's been mistreated her whole life, and she's like, I fucking hate the mafia. I hate you. Like, don't fucking touch me. um, And they, like, slowly begin to like each other. And then, bam! Her brother sets fire to the greenhouse she's in and almost kills her. She <laughs> suffers a head wound and forgets all about him in her life before. So they have to fall in love again while he also yeah. doesn't reveal anything of the horrible bullshit she's been through in her life. Um, also good but very but there's like some darker elements in that one. Yeah. I'm just have read so many books. I I know, so we were
1: talking about, so this Irish mafia, but there's not a lot of, I think the the point was, there's not a lot of, uh, like, cartel type of...
0: I think, no, no, there aren't, and what they are, when they are that, they are, I've only read a couple, they're sad, or they are, they're not labeled as mafia romance, because I think there's a quiet understanding Uh... that mafia is white people. Um, um, like, if you think about it, gangster romance is just yeah. mafia romance, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. But there are people who but would they... never read gangster romance, but they'll read mafia romance, and we both <sighs> know what the distinction is. Unfortunate. Um, Unfortunate. Yeah. So, that is something that I thought about a lot. I also thought yeah. a lot about the use of... I talked about in the, um, first episode, and... Tangentially, when I got out on my whips, there's a lot of spanking and correcting of women's behavior for mm-hmm. their own safety um, yeah. in these books. And that's neither here nor there. Fine. That's people like BDSM themes. Sure. Uh, yeah. f- f- whatever. I'm not here to judge that one way or the other. But there is a long history of. Um, specifically spanking women in Western media. Mm. um that i don't think a lot of people realize um like in old movies from the 30s like it was really oh common yes very common. for like a guy to just turn a yeah. loudmouth woman over his knee and spank her in front yeah. of her dad or like and be like yeah. yep you can marry my daughter you know how to handle her a woman needs yeah you to be know how handled. to handle her yeah for sure um and uh there's a lot of troubling themes there there's a really good article a link that talks all about the history of spanking in media mm. and why
1: interestingly enough there was no spanking in the books that i read which i appreciate because i'm not huge you know yeah
0: but yeah i i Mm. there it's in a lot it's in a lot Mm -hmm. even when you don't think it's going to be in there um
1: (laughs) and it varies you know um i think my thing with spanking in this regard is that I don't mind it if the characters enjoy that, but yeah. the reason for doing it being I have to show you that like you're being punished because you're you're you can't protect like uh, you know what I mean like if you just both it's, like spanking like why can't you just have that? Like why does it have to be I'm non-consent. punishing you for your own good because yeah. you did something bad that you shouldn't. I just I don't know about that as much. It's the non-consent, it's the
0: I am now your father, so Think I need that, to correct yeah, yeah. your. I need to correct your
1: behavior, right, right um, for right, your yeah. own good. Yeah, for
0: your um, own good. Yeah. Which go- ties into calling a girl baby girl or calling yeah. her like little girl. I, yeah. I there was a line in uh, 365 Days, which was, um, well, he's a typical <laughs> alpha male. Uh, but I, I, I. <laughs> she was explaining to Olga like why she the crazy shit she's been through and she's like well why do you care about this guy And she's like I don't know he's a typical alpha male you know he's so dominant and like so intense and he just takes what he wants and he makes me feel like a little girl and like I like it's just really something good about that and I was like Mm -hmm. that that's it that's it yeah that's That's right there that's it that that is the nugget at the heart of almost all of these is this idea that a big strong man comes in and he treats you like a child and there's something inherently sexy about that i think is too big of a conversation for me to even
1: begin i feel like i think that it's more to do with you know, a woman not having to do anything, right? They don't have to worry about anything. They're taken care of. They're, you know, lavished yeah. with attention and they don't have to worry about anything. And They're I think protected and they're
0: taken care of. Right. And
1: I think where, like, uh, I mean, I have that in my books. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, they're yeah. completely taken care of. But what I don't have and what I think people like, and that's, t- you know, again. Yeah, whatever. I
0: mean, we're not here to pass judgment on it.
1: This no, is no, no. just what's in the books. Um, Is the... I take care of you, which means I get to say what you can and cannot do, what yeah. you can and cannot see. Like, that, I think, is the What line you can wear, that what makes, you eat. Right, That's that's what makes sweet. Mafia Mafia. And for some women, that kind of, you don't have any control over anything, and you don't have to worry about anything, and you're told what to do. It might feel like a relief. So yeah. I don't know if it's the little girl thing or more... Somebody is just in my control of my life and I don't have to be worried or, like, think about anything anymore. I can just have somebody I think it's, take the reins. It's definitely, as with all things, it's
0: going to be a spectrum. I think yeah. one does not exclude the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you can have the language of the, like, daddy and yeah. little girl thing. and But really, at its heart, have it be about yeah letting go and mm-hmm. trusting someone to always be in your corner and mm-hmm. like this is just the dynamic you have that's fucking fine i don't care
1: um but the consent there for to but be, the consent has to yeah, be there and the consent there, yeah. is almost never there almost never there um, yeah.
0: <laughs> virtually never um yeah. and, and it's and you know it's a fantasy it's i like obviously i've read dozens and dozens of these books yeah. at this point yeah. i can get past it it's fine i just mm-hmm. it, it is an if you're looking at it as a whole, I think it's an interesting topic. Because it is. It, it yeah. is in almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, I think it's worth examining why. You Non-judgmentally, why? Why do we enjoy that? Why is it a theme? Why is it mm-hmm. something that has been put into so many of these books that sell so so well um what does it say about us what does it say about the people who are consuming them um again non-judgmentally I just mean literally like in 20 years when we go back and look at this wave of mafia romance what -hmm. are we going to say or what are we going to glean about where we were at using the lens of the themes that we were into Mm -hmm. yeah you know Because there was a time, you know, originally with with these novels, um, you know, with romance novels in the 60s, we look back at them and we can very clearly be like, well, uh, birth control had just been, (laughs) you know, legalized. (laughs) Uh, The obscenity laws had just been passed, but sexuality was still super heavily repressed. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of themes of non-consent. And uh, flowery language that obfuscates the actual sexual content of the yeah. books. Like, we can look back and know exactly culturally what was going on in the minds of the women who, and men and whoever were reading them. Yeah. In the same way that, you know, I, yeah, I feel years like from now, we'll be able to read it now. I mean, Still
1: you know. a lot of carry-through, I think, for women with yeah. the, you know, they, the shame they feel around sex and sexual things. So I think that kind of, yeah, you know... Well,
0: he well, kidnapped I've, me, so you know, I can I don't have it's. Uh, he's taken the burden of feeling bad about saying yes away yes, from me by exactly. doing this, right? Which is its own kettle of fish. Oh, um, yeah. But I, I just I, I've I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah. Um. And and I I don't know. It's I. uh yeah. But I. Boy howdy, boy howdy, did I read a lot of these books? Um. I will say. Uh.
1: So I think uh one thing that I noticed mm-hmm. about the book that I really enjoyed mm-hmm. um versus the ones that I didn't enjoy as much. And here, let me mm-hmm. let me find the name of the one because it's a popular one. I think it's like a book talk one. Um The Sweetest Oblivion by Danielle Laurie. Which I had not heard of. Yeah. Um So that one, and spoilers, because I'm just going to say, like, what happens and why I like it. I think sometimes when I was reading these books, the guy is supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be the dawn of the Mafia family, the leader, like, Mm -hmm. a really high up person. And generally, as we said in the last episode, he's supposed to be, you know, kind of dark, right? He's a bad guy, Mm -hmm. is what we're Mm -hmm. supposed to believe. And my problem is that in a lot of these books they never actually do anything bad. You know what I mean? They never actually hurt anybody. Or if they do, it's like a vigilante, right? They're, they're killing a bad guy, so it's not really bad. And they don't ever really make me believe that they're in the mafia. And yeah. so one of the opening scenes or maybe the opening scene of this book is there two families who are trying to make like a a connection through marriage? the main the female character's sister is engaged to the new dawn of this mafia family. And so they're all having lunch together, and it's tense because these families have not, you know, they you know, you know how it is. Yeah. And so this one guy, um this the heroine's brother, he hears that the guy from the other family is bragging about like having s- somebody or he is bragging about having killed this guy's friend or something mm-hmm. which is stupid so the guy gets up holds a gun to the heroine's head and you know is gonna well is threatening to the dawn of the family who is um this guy's cousin or something stands up and he's like let her go And the guy doesn't immediately do it, so the Don shoots him in the head. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, thank you. Okay, some stakes. All right. Like, actually, this guy does these things, and I, you know, I don't like particularly like that it happened, but it made me believe the rumors and everything because it's always like, oh, you're a bad guy, you're the worst. Oh, he's so so dangerous. But then he doesn't do anything dangerous, and I'm like, I don't really believe that. And um, I also found that the heroine and her um, reaction to things really made or break, broke a book for me. Yeah. So this heroine, she's like the, print, the little princess of this family and, you know, sweet and innocent and all that. And um, she kind of sits down. This guy's blood is all over her, but her dad is like, sit down and eat your food. And so she sits down and she's like, serve Tiramisu. And she kind of just looks up at this guy and she's like, it is a really nice day today, though. <laughs> 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 oh, my love God, it. I love it. Because obviously, if she grew up in this family, she would have yeah. experienced that. She would have had to learn how to react in those situations. And so I really loved the characters. And I really loved how she looked at the world that she was in. And she's like, gosh, that really sucks, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> like, I can't get yeah. away. I've tried to escape and I cannot. So yeah. there's nothing I can do. And I like also how she's like um, with the the hero eventually, you know, he does like the controlling stuff and she's like, wow, that's really problematic, but I like it and I guess that's just who I am. And I'm like, thank you. There we go. All right. Some, some self-reflection and acceptance. Right. That I, can and- t- I will take that. They actually do. I mean, it's a passing reference, but at least it's something. They do talk about how they do mention the LGBTQ community in that book. And they say the the family is just not really welcoming of that. We're a work in progress. <laughs> and they mention how. So like, I was like, it's not a lot. It's like a little tiny.
0: It's, red, so, tiny, it's a little
1: glimmer. They're like, yeah, they suck when it comes to. People. again self-reflection and At acceptance least something it's in. Self- right yeah so i really I, enjoyed that book yeah. and but i think the other thing though was that it was based on what you're saying i think it was kind of mafia light because he never you know he never spanked her and he was never like i mean she she goes to his house one time and she sneaks out and he gets really mad but then somebody's like well, why didn't you just ask him if you could leave and he apparently would have let her go. So it, you know, it's mafia light. I think in terms of what you're saying, there was no real, real controlling stuff that I saw. It was more on par with paranormal kind of kidnapped by a vampire stuff in my head. Yeah, and I, I liked
0: those as well. I, I read <sighs> several of those. Um, I, I think I really did get the full spectrum of like. This isn't mafia. What the fuck? Right. You say it's mafia, but this is. Right. Isn't you mafia. say it's not, ma- like, but it's
1: not. Real. He's just like, a businessman. This... <laughs> right. Like, I don't... Okay. Yeah. So this um, one felt real, and so I was able to enjoy it more.
0: Yes. Well. Like without being like ridiculously dark and like I uh, yes. there, there's there's that spectrum yeah. too, which can be enjoyed. I I at least I think I like that more. I'd rather have yeah. it be ridiculously dark and absurd yeah. than be just essentially a billionaire romance which is what well, these often just morph into yeah um, so
1: i feel like the, i mean it was it they i think it was really good because the characters like this is a way of life and so they don't view things with as much emotion so i thought it was yeah. more realistic especially when yeah. the guy like the brother does something and she goes over to him and she's like can you please not kill him and she's like he like he's like yeah but you have to take your shirt off whenever i ask and she's like okay good deal all right and like, easy like, enough but it like yeah. but the implication is there that he would really have killed him like without yeah. caring that much just because yeah and I really thought that that was it was I thought it was really well done because it was light and fun but you still felt like there were actual stakes yeah but through the character's lens it felt like they would really feel that way so I really enjoyed that one because of that
0: yeah i I like that too and it's it, it's gotta be a tough balance because mm-hmm. you are like this trying to strike a balance between making these people likable, mm-hmm. having there actually be stakes, having it and be relatable at least a little bit yeah realistic yeah. relatable while also maintaining the fantasy of like this man would never hurt her, or, like, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Like, yeah. while also making him the most dangerous person in the room, while also mm-hmm. making it, like, an actual romance novel. Like, I, like, it is, uh, my romance sounds fucking hard to write. Like, oh, for all yeah. that it, like, really write well. I'm sure it's very easy to write a really shitty mafia romance. Right, I'm sure I can right, write right. a bad one very quickly if I wanted mm-hmm. to. But writing a good one, I don't know. Like, that's, that I seems hard. Yeah. Um, there's a one a subplot that I So, Zoe Blake's books. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of troubling content in Zoe Blake's books. I do like them very much. I honestly can't really tell you why. They're I don't know. They're not usually my thing. But something about I think, them, they, they just got me.
1: I think I read that the cold-blooded... No. No, no, that was Janika Snow. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Right, no, uh, so Uh. Zoe Blake has a lot of, like, it's pretty much immediately her books follow a formula, like, mm-hmm. it's the Bratva, um, and within, like, the first four chapters, they've had sex or are about to have sex, and they've definitely already been spanked at least once. Mm. um, Usually within the actual first meeting. Oh, okay. Um, very much like... I see you, you're mine. And I I think like that's kind of irrelevant to me. I don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. What I end up really, really liking well, Right. That like
1: likes... you, you yeah, like baited exactly. me, so obviously.
0: Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I I what I really, really liked about her books was she goes really in depth with like these men are um, essentially weapons dealers, so they're not even, like, into the nitty-gritty, like, like mm-hmm. mafia stuff. They're high-level weapons dealers that provide weapons to, like, foreign countries and, oh. like, do jobs for other go- governments and, like, like, all of this stuff. And so there's a lot of talk of, like, how weapon running works and how much money there is in it and all the trips they have to take and all this stuff and it's and how all of these men we meet are just like basically a family because they just are business partners and a lot of them came up from nothing and are just like got lucky and learned how to like trade guns um (laughs) and like they at the end i'm pretty sure her latest book that just came out came out is like the last in the series it read like it was last in the series all of these men are like now fathers or at least married and like the last scene is they're like wives handing off their babies to them as they're all sitting around a fire and they all put out their their uh cigars really fast as they like are holding all these babies (laughs) and like and all the women just go off to go have fun um and it was just like i think that is why i really like zoe blake's books yeah um not to say her books are bad i think I, I do think they are good. They're just not going to be for everybody by any stretch of the imagination. Yes. Um, but uh, but yeah, I was like, I, I was like, what do I re- why do I keep rereading these books? And I was like, oh, it's because I really like, they're all like bros. They go and hang out at the bathhouse together and uh. they like give each other <laughs> advice and they make yeah. fun of each other for like owning a, like a, like a dad car now. That's so and, like, serious, they're these- yeah. They're all these big Russian thugs and now they're just like, dads it's, like, it's just good. it just tickles me it's awesome they're all like hey like what kind of diapers do you use have you gotten a new electric fence did we get that shipment of uh ar-15s in like it's like, it's like yeah just good that's just good nice. shit i like that i like i like big scary dudes being turned into marshmallows i think that's my that's my favorite yeah
1: same same yeah. there uh, i think you know another kind of i'm not huge into into um pregnancy in Yeah. Ridiculous, since I write about, you know, that, but...
0: (laughs) But Uh, you somehow managed to avoid it in your books that are all about, like, this race that's dying and needs these women to become pregnant. And I just don't write about pregnancy. (laughs) Only one of them has had a kid. Like, like, it's very impressive
1: considering the genre you write. So, anyway, I mean, now you guys will all know, that's why I don't do it, because I don't really like having... I feel like if I have a kid in a scene or something, I just, I have to include them and they have to be, like, a kid and, I don't know, I just, it's not my thing, so I think that's another thing, because I feel like uh, mafia romance always ends with pregnancy or that it's kind of another form of, um, like, that possession thing where I was uh, say, I'm going to yeah. impregnate you, like, that's my claim. I need to plant my you know, seed. I need to plant my seed, yeah. So, yeah, there's
0: a lot of that. There's a yeah. lot of breeding Some kink. Breeding there's a lot kink, of like, yeah. you're not allowed to use birth control. Right. Like, that is like right. a thing that happens. I need yeah. an heir, or you know, I just can't wait to see her swollen with my child.
1: Yeah. Like, <sighs> <sighs> what about that? So. What about that? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I know a lot of people really enjoy that, but uh, breeding king's not that's not huge for me. So, but I don't have a
0: problem with breeding kink so much as like I don't know. I view it in the same way as like any sort of like possession kink I think um but I and I really I really like kids I fucking love babies I don't Mm. I but I don't it has to feel right like it feels Mm -hmm. really weird to me when like oh they've been together like they've been married for like two months and they're gonna have a kid Mm -hmm. that sucks (laughs) <laughs> like, they don't get to, like, be they married get to spend for They any time like,
1: together,
0: yeah. Yeah, cool. They just got together. Now they have a kid. Like, if it's an accident, that's one thing. But when it's, like, Planned. I don't know. And everyone's you different, I guess. Yeah. I, I just... It, this idea that it has to end with a with a pregnancy, when I'm like, don't they get to fucking just, like, be together for a while? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I... Yeah, oh, man. I don't know. I don't know about any of that. But... to get back on topic. Yeah, yeah. Yep, um, yep. I... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just scroll. I just scroll through my carousel of books yeah, that I yeah. read. And one of the ones that I gave you that you didn't read which by uh, Michelle Hurd. Um, I have not read it yet. Maybe fucking absolutely flabbergasted me. I could not believe. I did not. It was a trope within a trope hidden within a trope. It was a trope doll. Because it was mafia romance arranged marriage. But it was age gap. But also... He was her stepbrother. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's a fucking footnote! It's a footnote! Like, I could not believe that that was not, like... (laughs) Like, I... I I was was like, how is this not... Do you just, like, like, learn
1: it later? And you have to, like, reread the sentence?
0: (laughs) Well, like, I think it was in the blurb, but it, like, didn't... I don't know. Like, hold on, let me see. Because I don't think I really grasped it for whatever reason... Um, it's called Owned by the Sinner, in between, shall we say, let me just, on the left and right side of this carousel, uh, Leith Mountain Man of (laughs) Mafia Romance, the the Scottish Mafia Romance by, uh, Jane Henry, and then it's Cruel Saints, and then it's, uh, Taken by the Brava Prince, and then it's Alien Lords Captive, so that's where my head's at. Um, anyway... Um, let me see. Let me open this up. Details! Oh. Hold on. Not this one. The problem is also, like, all these fucking books have the same goddamn title. They have the same, like, Mm -hmm. five titles. And I know that people... It's just convention, and that's fine. But, like, trying to figure out which one you're talking about? Difficult. Um, so this one was, uh...
1: I'm ready to talk about Alien Lord's captive. Oh, yeah. That one was interesting.
0: Um... Oh, so okay, so it wasn't the blurb. I also don't really read blurbs very much. That's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a me problem. I kind of just go like that looks fine, and then I download it and then I read it. Um, and then I'm then I'm always surprised. Uh, but um... drowning in the murky waters of the mafia, I'm determined to find a way out. Have my sights set on becoming a film producer, and won't let anything or anyone stand in my way. Then my mother marries a retired godfather, and I get the head of the Greek mafia as a stepbrother. uh Nicholas is set on ruining my well laid plans. He's his ruthless reputation has me running for the safety of my apartment, but he's always there on campus in my apartment, expecting me to play by his rules. If only I can ignore his godlike features and stop my heart from doing cartwheels at the sight of him. Greek god, pretty much. But he's rude, demanding, and hell bent on making my life a misery. Two can play at this game, right? Um, and so he, he basically, like, this one really surprised me with how actually reasonably it was handled. Because I hear what you're saying. Mafia, stepbrother, age gap romance. What the fuck could that possibly be?
1: Well, what is in my my head is a darker version of Clueless.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. Yeah. Yeah. Not the case. He's like 35. Oh, no. She's in her 20s. Um, her mom marries this guy. She's never met the family before, but she knows that they're the mafia. Her dad, who died when she was like seven, was also in the mafia. And so she knows that she doesn't want anything to do with that life. Um, so she kind of is pretty standoffish with the family. She wants nothing to do with them. Uh, as soon as her mom marries the retired godfather, she, this guy is like, well, now I'm the head of your family too. So you're gonna do what I say. And she's like, no. Mm-mm. And he's like, yes, yes, you are, actually. Uh and she's like, No. <laughs> and you're you're not my stepbrother. You're not my fucking head of my family. I don't know right. you. I don't like you. bye Um, and he doesn't take that <laughs> well. Uh and from there, they like like have this you know, undeniable attraction. Yeah, perfect. Um and uh he then tries to like marry her off and like all this stuff yes um there's a lot of angst but none of it centers around the fact that they're step-siblings because they're both like we're both fucking adults we're not simple like this is not yeah, this they didn't nothing. like grow up together or anything. no yeah okay okay <laughs> and then so that was actually like really refreshing because a lot of times these like i've it's never like actually taboo, read a-
1: live in the same house kind of yeah i've yeah. never actually read one of those because no, I've never... Oh, I don't think I can.
0: Anyway, I'll probably I mean, try it at some point, but...
1: I'd try it. I just don't. I think it's so ridiculous. What puts me off more is that it would be Contemporary. <laughs>
0: that's it and also their age like I don't
1: give a shit about like I don't want to see teenagers fucking like I'm sorry I like
0: that's gross to me I don't want to see it
1: exactly so honestly the reason that I wouldn't read it is not because of the taboo nature of the relationship or age gap or anything like that it's because it's contemporary and I don't like contemporary Yeah. yeah yeah
0: I'm with you. Uh, yeah. I just, I, I, I just—it was really tickled me that that was like not an issue, no, which it's is funny. like, it's like non-starter. And then spoilers, both their parents fucking die, and makes it null and void anyway. So oh, fucking man. who cares? Like, and it, he, his Doesn't thing is, matter, yeah. he's like, or oh, people are gonna like question the fact that you're marrying your stepsister, and he's like, I'm the fucking head of the mafia. Like, yeah. no, they're not gonna question. They're not gonna, he, gonna he's question. He's like, fucking, you're right. Shit. <laughs> you're yeah. absolutely correct um <laughs> i will also say uh there's a lot of good alien mafia romance yeah. um i read one that's the start of like an, a narrative series which i thought it was a standalone so whoopsie good but now. it wasn't and that was again my bad didn't read the blurb correctly <laughs> um but it was uh owned by luna voss um oh, okay. and it's it's Technically, it's Omegaverse, but it's like it's also like a fated mates thing that involves like, um, no one is human and they it's on an alien planet and like he's in this like alien mafia, um, and she is just like this like woman who's living and working in this like shitty planet, mm-hmm. and um, they she goes into heat on accident, oh, yeah. basically. Um, and they have a one night stand and he accidentally like does this like mating mark thing, um, mm. in the heat of the moment. And then she gets it removed because she's like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't know this guy. And I know that he's like in the mafia or whatever. And ugh, I'm never going to see him again. Holy shit. I oh can't believe that. Oh my God. So you know what?
1: That. I have never heard of that happening. And I love the idea of it that some girl gets like her, you know, cause the mating marks or whatever, like a mark. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm just going to go and get this removed. I think that's amazing. It was awesome. It was like, basically, she took the morning
0: after pill. That's literally what it was. She goes to the pharmacy. She gets a pill. It comes, it goes off. Um, And then he, like, tracks her down with the intent to, like, track down his mate because they're mated now. And he sees that she's removed the mark. And he goes, oh, she must not want to be my mate. And he leaves her alone. Really? he leaves her alone and oh it's not until God. like a year later that they cross paths again and then they actually have a relationship where they have to get to know each other again oh. it was like it was like this false
1: start so it really it like, really does not follow the mafia generally the mafia tropes but it's nice no, i like it i like the idea it does
0: it. later when she like like gets in deep with these people who are trying to kill her and this mm-hmm. like um she i mean more of thinks- the possessive man Thanks. He like yeah he, you end up getting that oh, for sure. Okay. Like okay, he like okay. ends up having to like for her own safety keep her prisoner in his house and like all uh, this stuff, okay. you know, all the usual all right. suspects.
1: Yeah. Um
0: but the end of the the book basically leaves off with he's going to attempt to take over the mafia so that he can keep her safe.
1: Yeah. Um uh,
0: so like yeah, yeah, he's like the second and the the villain at the end of the book is the head of the mafia and they're going to like take him out. Um oh, okay. so yeah, it's really, really good. It was, like, really nuanced. I really loved the world building. It was just nice. it was just good. Like, it's awesome. Luna Foss is a, is a good writer, so. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it yeah. out. So, uh, I don't know if I said my number
1: um, yeah. in this episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: But as of today, of the books I finished, this is not even the books that I got, like, 75% of the way of and then had to put down because they were gross. Um, 35 Mafia Romance. Wow, that's and your whole here. life for once a month. I wish you... You know, I've also read a variety of other things in here, but yeah, it has mm-hmm. been a lot. Has 35 been
1: a lot of mafia, romance. mafia romances and one mafia romance movie. Uh-huh. I think that and that you can... felt like it took way more out of me than. <laughs> I know, I know. I think you can um, check this off of your list. You dove in and you tried it out and... You found a new appreciation. I did, and mm-hmm. now I'm gonna write some some mafia
0: vampires into my world. Nice, because nice. Why the fuck not? Yeah, why not? Got to have variety. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, there. Are, I enjoyed a lot of these books. There are parts of the books that I didn't enjoy very much, and still overall enjoyed the books. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about in the first first episode a lot about the hardcore gender binary and gender mm-hmm. roles. Yeah, which can be uncomfy um yeah i
1: mean i you know i the same way that it is a romance and you kind of have to forget about some of your ideas and morals (laughs) i'm okay with it you know sometimes especially with all the alien romance i read a lot of that can be very buying you know (sighs) Binary, yeah, but, the hot. yeah you yeah. know so I I was okay with it I didn't find as many things off-putting as I might have and for me really the only things that I disliked about the the books that I read were um when things didn't seem lo- like they <laughs> yeah. were logical like the one that yeah, we or had any about. yeah like the one that we had talked about before where the guy is like a fixer Mm -hmm. And he, I mean, at the beginning, he, like, goes in and there's people dead. And he's basically, like, I don't know, like, chopping them up and cleaning them up and doing all of that. But then he keeps Mm -hmm. being described as, like, the scariest guy. And everybody looks at him with fear when he walks into a place. And I'm like, but why? Because the guys that would clean up stuff, they'd be, like, the nerdy people who know how to put all the chemicals together. Like, they'd be doing that. Like, they wouldn't be out killing it would be cleaning. my, my so feeling didn't on understand that, that at all. My feeling on that was
0: that he's the person you call whenever you need anything fixed. So he will kill anyone. He will move anybody.
1: I wish they had shown that. Yeah. Because the cleaning, like, yeah. I don't feel like the person who goes out, f- tracks somebody down and kills them has the same skill set as the person who can clean up and make sure that the police, there's no evidence. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. really different skill set in my mind. And- And so her being, like, kidnapped and put in his house and she can't leave. Like, I'm fine with all of that. But his job was unclear, and I really didn't
0: like that. <laughs> so. My favorite part of that
1: book was the dick stabbing.
0: The dick stabbing oh my was god. my god. Right in the beginning, yeah. yeah. Janika Snow fucking just went for it. She, yeah. So this guy, just quick premise is cold-hearted yeah. bastard. Um, Janika, thank you for uh writing this book because yeah. it was the fucking funniest. Like I, I, like funniest in that I, I loved it. It was. I ridiculous. liked the the. Yeah. Um, the, I can't remember her name, but the main girl.
1: Yeah. She was, she was good. She was smart. She was like, yeah. okay, well, I'm
0: leaving. Bye. <laughs> she yeah. Just, she know. gets, like, she's on the run from her, like, shitty father's yeah people he owes debts to he, he basically tried to sell her into prostitution and she escaped and she's been on yeah. the run ever since um and uh she works at this diner and there's a shitty customer and then there's our man's who is also a customer and who just
1: he's like, watches her in the corner he just is like a little bit stalkery which i'm not gonna lie i'm too I enjoy. dark to touch her but i, won't, I know but like watch. i'm just gonna sit here and watch her all the time and yeah, obviously and he's, he's really hot be so she notices him yeah, and uh, yeah, but, uh, but doesn't think of
0: anything of it? <laughs> well, she, like, she she basically gets the feeling that she's like, oh, this man is dangerous and I need mm-hmm. to fucking avoid oh, yeah, him she because recognizes- he's exactly what I'm running yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, Um, right. But she is very attracted to him. And then one day she's, like, leaving the diner and the shitty customer follows her out and tries to attack her in an alleyway. Yeah. Um, and she escapes. Uh, mm-hmm. And then who comes up? Behind her, basically, as she's running away um, in the alleyway uh, mm-hmm. to clean up the mess that's left behind is the man's yep. our fixer. And he decides that he's going to kill this man for like laying a hand terrible. on her.
1: And what does he do? Yeah. He cuts off his hand. Like I said, he cuts all, off his hand, you know, and I, don't then think I said it this time. But in my opinion, yeah. there is always something like that where it's either thought or it's done. Where another male character, like a bad guy or whatever, lays a hand on the woman, and the hero is like, "I will cut off, damage, you know, shoot his hand." I feel like that all- hand crime. It's a Hand crime. Yeah. Uh, my favorite
0: part was when he stabbed him in the. Dick. And then he stabbed he didn't him in the cut, dick. Yeah. He didn't cut his dick off. No. He stabbed straight forward yeah. and then twisted up. Yeah. Into his into
1: his belly. Yeah. So he literally that was- says. Like, later on, he didn't die from the blood loss of losing his hand. He (laughs) died from the blood loss of his penis stab (laughs) wound. Yes. The fucking funniest thing in the world.
0: It was such a good way for a potential rapist to die. It was fantastic. (laughs) Very good.
1: Thank you very much, Janika.
0: Awesome. That was a
1: good one
0: and then he goes full on ape shit and smashes a man's hands with a uh, a like a decorative yes, stone he does, ball because that's uh, hand smashing that's is a thing hand smashing um more hand crimes yeah. yeah um yeah these i mean this is mafia romance man i don't know yeah. i the more i read the less i felt like i knew what i was going to say for these mm-hmm. episodes cuz i was like they're just i mean they just, they just are. They're, They're fantastical
1: are. and ridiculous
0: and they are a very, dark and silly.
1: Yeah. They have very specific plot lines and tropes that are mm-hmm, specific to mm-hmm. this genre, the subgenre. And uh, I think they all work pretty well. And I, I think I could get on board with anything that somebody writes in Mafia Romance if it yeah. is written well.
0: I want to see more lady doctors working for the Mafia.
1: I, I would say love that. to see that. Even a veterinarian, right? Like, yeah somebody that they have to rope into helping that seems like yeah. the perfect plot line to get a woman like dependent on a guy specifically looked for it like i literally yeah. went on this like
0: deep dark hunt for for like and no all i found was pet play one um so if you know if you know of one let me know or if you're writing yeah. one let me know um because like I think that would be very cool. Like a really smart kick-ass doctor lady like yeah. who falls in love with the Don and the Mafia or
1: whatever. Hell yeah. Give me in that. Your, in your reading, I know probably not because I imagine it's with the, the reason that people like this genre, it's probably not um, a big thing. But did you ever read about a woman boss? God. You know? Um, like a...
0: Yes. Yes. But never as the main character. Um, oh. oh okay yeah i a couple of times there would be characters who were um female bosses of their own like cartels or mafias mm-hmm. um but they were never the main character um, uh and i would because, really
1: love yeah. to read about like a female boss and a male boss and uh, like maybe she has to they have to like get married to like you know keep a war from happening or something and she has yeah. to do all of the ladies submitting things for him. But she is also a kick ass leader. I think that would be cool too. But that's not really I think that'd be cool.
0: I'm sure it exists. Yeah. But whether it's the problem is everything in the in the subgenre exists. Everything yeah. you could possibly dream of.
1: Let me know. Let written, me know. Written well? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true um that's a harder ask i
0: will say this is one of those subgenres that i think is so inundated Mm -hmm. um there is a lot of stuff that yeah could use shall we say a second look Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, (laughs) yeah Yeah. Um, okay well listeners if you know of one yeah
0: yeah, this is is a call for rex uh at this point because i'm so deep in the paint that like yeah if you know a good one let me know Mm -hmm. um because again, like there are so many of these that it's really mm-hmm. hard to sift through. yeah the shall we say the chaff? Yeah um,
1: yeah
0: it's tough. You kind of have to go by recommendation or like you find an author and then you read everything that they wrote and then you have to like find something that's similar to that and like or you know that's mm-hmm. you gotta find a path through there. Um, yeah, it's tough. Um, but there is there is a ton, and there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of deeply troubling content. I think as on a whole, I want to say again here that um, mafia romance authors love y'all. You gotta get better about content warnings. Don't call them trigger warnings. Trigger mm-hmm. warnings are a different thing, and yeah, um, has not only a terrible connotation, mm. uh, but also you can't cover everything that could possibly be a trigger because that's not how that's not how that works. No. Um, but what you can do is include the content. Um, either through a link to your website or something in the book or whatever Um, it doesn't have to necessarily be every sexual act that's in the book but like I don't know if there's murder if there's drug use (laughs) that's another thing I encountered it was like uh you know someone turns out like really heavily used drugs there was one that I really really liked actually that was a um, brought for romance which let me tell you, reading Russian mafia romance as I was flying to DC as the war was breaking out in Ukraine was an
1: experience.
0: Oh, um, my God, yeah. yeah, I was like, well, this takes on a different... I was wondering about know.
1: that when I was reading <laughs> yeah. one of them, and I was like, "So there's a lot of Russian stuff, but is that it's gonna, not Russian pride here? Huh? What's good?" I'm wondering I, what will happen to the genre. You know, what considering
0: I mean? that I think brat romance is the most popular mafia yeah. subgenre
1: at the moment. Interesting.
0: Um, I don't know. We'll see in a year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh but this one was he was put in this like basically black zone, I forget what they're called, um, black site prison run by mm-hmm. the CIA or run run by a contractor hired by the CIA. Um, and he has no idea why. He's in this like basically hypermax prison and he is uh, like an enforcer for the brava he's done nothing wrong as far as he knows that he's been caught for mm-hmm. they won't tell him why he's there um and he is a former heroin addict oh. um and it's like a really big part of the plot it's actually a really well handled plot like it's very very good and he falls yeah. in love with this psychologist who also happens to be the prison warden's daughter um of course that he has course, himself yeah. trapped into working there she doesn't want to be working there but he's a terrible person and has forced her to work there mm-hmm. um and he they fall in love and then she helps him escape uh, or not well sort of kind of mostly it's a it's complicated yeah. um but like it's it's actually really well handled could have used a content warning though
1: oh yeah for sure for sure i don't
0: have any like problem with with uh drug use in books but yeah that's just me Uh, there are a lot of
1: people who do though there are a lot of people who do yeah yep.
0: so just
1: if you could just put the themes of the book yeah it takes
0: two seconds not that hard yeah anyway it's my spiel
1: agreed so
0: overall I had fun. I had a terrible time. I also had fun. Um, It was a lot of psychological damage I took pretty regularly from some of the things that I I haven't even talked about the books that I didn't finish. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Shall we say? Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I can only imagine. Yeah.
0: But overall, a good time. And I have learned to like them. And I will continue to read them. Oh, that's um, fun! Yeah. Well, I you know once I realized that they were just werewolves without the claws, I was they, like,
1: "Oh, this is fine." Yeah, they sure. Are. Yeah. Yeah. I are. was thinking about that. And sometimes that, they right are now. actual werewolves. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was thinking about that and kind of like you know, Presley Cole. We both enjoy her, and yeah, it seems like those are just a bunch of mafias, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> werewolves yeah. and vampires in the valley. Yeah, they really are. Just, <laughs> it's it's like people
0: who are warring against each other in the modern mm-hmm. world who have seen amounts of money yep. and who work in the shadows yep. and who do illegal shit because yep. they don't care about laws. That's a, that's a mafia romance, baby. It, is.
1: it sure is. So, yep.
0: Yeah. Um, so, you know, I will not be listing every single book I read in the description mm-hmm. of this episode. Yeah. I, I, I cannot, I will list some of them. I will list some of my favorites. Um, but, and I will list, uh, the one you mentioned. Yeah. But, uh, boy, howdy. <laughs> um, no, I can't. That would take me all day. I'm not going to do that. You don't yeah. want me to do that. You yeah. know you don't yeah. want me to do that. Yeah. Uh, no one wants that. Uh, but, you know, you know, that's it. That's it. I feel like I'm wasting content. Like, I, I read so much that, like, I should be doing, like, 10 episodes on this. Um, but well, I'm going to be honest, I think I've said all I can say. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what else can same. you really go over? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to uh, recap the plot of each one. I'm not above doing that. I mean, that's yeah. kind of how
0: this podcast started. I think it but... would be
1: more interesting to dive into the evolution of the romanticism of mafia. Yeah. Because yeah. That is
0: interesting to me. Yeah. Talk about TLC. Mm-hmm. Talk about... Do you remember all those shows? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a weird time on TV. All right, you know TLC.
1: That was the place to be for a lot. Of-
0: yeah, for toddlers and tiaras <laughs> and sixteen kids and counting and just like mafia shows. Yep. And say yes to the dress.
1: Say yes to the dress. Yeah. Wow. What an because error. I feel like <clears> all of the. Uh, I, I mean, I haven't watched a ton of. It's just not. You know, I have other issues with like real mafias like movies where it's pretty legitimate but i don't think that i've ever seen other than that movie i had you watch um a movie that romanticized it quite as much as i
0: yeah i I think it's definitely fallen out of favor i I think the the moment that like mafia stuff became a joke um Mm. like i think that I don't think it, well, first of all, I don't, I don't, I think we were in a dry spell of romantic, um, like, visual Mm. content. Yeah, that's true. We, we don't have a lot of romance, uh, in movies and stuff anymore, Mm. um, and I think the mafia genre has always been kind of viewed as a male, uh, genre. Yeah, that's true. Um, which is hilarious to me now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but okay sure you love the godfather fine uh, um yeah. so i think like there it was a mix of it was male centered and then it became a joke and then people stopped making them That's so I, like i don't i think we're in a dry spell of both romantic content and mafia content mm-hmm. visually speaking and like visual media mm-hmm. um but you know like everything i believe it'll come back around whether it'll ever be adopted as like like a romance thing Mm i i struggle to to imagine that it will ever become any sort of mainstream the mafia romance at least in visual content because i think the outrage would be of them like normalizing that's true the crazy shit i think would kill it pretty fast Mm -hmm. um i think there some things go viral like 365 days but i think if you're talking about like a boom of mafia romance. Mm -hmm.
1: No, I'm just, you know, I'm just wondering where, like where the demand for writing a book with, with that, because it was never really romanticized in, in, in movies or anything.
0: I'm going to guess, honestly, it probably has its start in like boilerplate detective novels Mm. and mafia novels in the like dime store pulp novels because there's always a romantic subplot in those well not always but a lot of times there's a romantic subplot now they were not written um uh shall we say to center the romance or mm-hmm. um yeah the female gaze or anything like that yeah. um but they definitely are like like james bond always has some element of romance and sex in it
1: right oh that's true and i guess the whole i mean i feel like women have loved villains for a very long time. So. Ooh, boy, howdy we have? Yeah, we have. Ooh,
0: we have uh, yeah. some of the very first romance novels. So, I mean, literally literally uh, Pamela Pamela is
1: yeah. about I mean, that's... the
0: fucking villain. <laughs> that's a real intense one too. Yeah. yeah. So, I think, you know, that was not written by a well, woman. That was written by Samuel Richardson. Um, but but yeah, I think it probably has its has its origins there. And like you said, I think we've always liked a villain. So, mm-hmm. Yep. Always likes a bad boy as long as he's good to us. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, buddy, it's okay. pluggable time. We're at the end of the episode. Okay,
1: pluggables, favorite
0: part. So, try and aim my whip better. Okay. <laughs> ah, it's hard to aim. Ah, there you go. Got
1: it. There she did it, guys. Beautiful. Alright, so I... If you don't know me, I feel like I haven't even introduced myself. I'm uh, Victoria I'll you, it's fine. Well, I write sci-fi romance. That's who I am, what? you know. That's what I write. And uh, I have five books out right now, and then on July 26th I am contributing to an anthology, a sci-fi romance anthology with Tons and tons of other talented sci-fi romance writers. Um, And you can pre-order that now on Amazon for 99 cents. It's called Claimed Among the Stars, a sci-fi romance charity anthology. Um, And we will be donating um, the proceeds to the National Women's Coalition Against Violence and Exploitation. Um, So go ahead and... Go we'll get that. Go pre-order it. I have a story in there, and I think it's pretty fun. I've read it. It's great. And um, I wanted
0: more, but tis the way with a novella.
1: I know. I had a hard word limit that I couldn't go over, which really was frustrating for me because I wanted to write a lot more. But I think it's a good little short story. It,
0: it feels like a fully complete story. You did a fantastic job. Ooh. Um, I just wanted more because I, I just I wanted I wanted more. Um, And that's it. And that's that's all. I just wanted to see his house, mostly.
1: Oh, I know, right? I really want to write, but um. uh, So then uh, you can find me on Facebook, Victoria Aveline, or on Instagram, Victoria Aveline author. On that, and uh, I'm on TikTok sometimes. Um, I think Victoria Aveline Aveline, on uh, TikTok, and then also there's another um uh page called the Clicanian series on TikTok if you want to follow that too. Yes. That's about it for me. And yeah, talk about all those sexy clacanians
0: and my Ooh. boy Cadian!
1: Your boy Cadian he, he should get a book. I him too. Yeah. Yeah. Please eventually i know i'm in a party of one but no there was somebody there was one other person who mentioned him so you're in a party of two. hell yeah me and that person yeah it's us it's
0: us against everybody else
1: you against the world yeah
0: well all right so um i got my stuff i don't know uh follow me on social medias all of the links are below you know I don't know if it, anyone actually listens to something and then, like, listens very closely and then types the stuff in. All that's <laughs> below. It's it's down there. Instagram, Twitter, all of it. Just click on that. Whatever it's, it's app you're using, there's a notes section. It's got it all in there. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it again. Yeah. So it's there. But I will say hard pitch for my Patreon. Because mm-hmm. um, I
1: do a lot of stuff on there. I do so much stuff. You do, a, you do so much stuff. In general, but also on <sighs> your Patreon. Specifically on the Patreon. Yes. Um so basically the
0: novel is wrapping up. Consorts glorious is, is gonna be wrapping up in July. Um I'm going on a brief hiatus as uh for novellas as I as I start and finish book two. Um those will hopefully start up again, I'm really hoping, in August. Um I have an idea. Well, I have ideas for the next like six of them, but you know this one's good this one actually spoilers this one's actually gonna have a vampire in it so um yeah i'm excited about it yeah um but uh then (sighs) book two starts in september um as a serial they come out every sunday and then i do novellas every other month those come out as mini serials and then they are available to everybody once they are complete um i have book boxes coming out they're very cool i think i worked hard on them i designed everything myself um if you're not a patron, you can get them in September.
1: but I'm really going to get one before September. Yeah.
0: They're, period. like, dirt cheap. They're as cheap as I could possibly make them. They uh, don't seem for, like for they for should be treat cheap with the stuff
1: that's in it. So,
0: I figure it's a gift to my patrons for being along with me Ooh. as I got started, yeah. you know? Um, they will probably go up in price later as I get to do more cool stuff yeah. and make cooler stuff. Um, but at the moment, you know, it's just a small crew in there. And I was like, you guys, you know, made this possible. So I'm going to make this as fucking cheap as I possibly can. Yeah. Um, so it's like if you just get Consorts Glory, it's 25 bucks with shipping yeah. um, and it's got. Two stickers if you just get the Concerts Glory and then it's got the recipe card, the print, um, the scent sachet and the nice packaging and everything. Um, but if you get it with Fragile Beings, it's like thirty seven dollars with shipping. So, you know, it's yeah. it's I mean that's very... for patrons,
1: so you know, it's all all beautiful art made specifically for this. With yeah. the special edition. I mean, with special
0: edition, with yeah. special content, signed, yeah. personalized, with yeah. everything. So, Work um, out. yeah, I yeah. So they're going to be more expensive. I don't know how much more exp- more expensive for non patrons, but those aren't going to go up until September anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but you know, you got time. So you got time to sign up. And I'm going to be doing since I'm going out a small hiatus with the um uh novellas while I write book two. I'm going to be sending out stickers, um, novella themed stickers. To all of the novella tiers on Patreon, so if you want to sign up and get those cool sticky babies, mm-hmm. I'll do that. Other than that, that's it. Email me, send me gifts to my PO box. All of the links are down below, um, in the description. So
1: we did it, Mafia stones! Woo! complete, complete, and nobody is even pregnant. Well. <laughs>
0: i've been meaning to tell you oh no <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrible that would um, be.
1: That'd
0: be bad unless you wanted it and
1: then it's fine
0: well yeah consent but i ain't got i ain't got fucking time i ain't got time for a baby are you kidding me i barely, no. I barely feed myself you gotta get that book baby out yeah um i'm gonna say we're not allowed to phrase it like that anymore oh really yeah are we not I'm, I'm because say- of you because it it sounds like I'm pushing it out, and I don't enjoy that.
1: I'm gonna keep saying it then.
0: Well, I guess you know what. I deserve <laughs> that. That's fine. That's fine. All right, that's the end of the episode. I uh, will see all y'all next week. Woo. Bye. Kingdom of Thirst is a member of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find all of our episodes and tons of new podcasts to listen to at frolic.media/podcasts.